once you know the traits of this, what I call your next level self, she's in there. She's not some other person. Like other people show us what's possible, but this woman is already inside you. We're just peeling back the layers to bring her to the surface. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm Emily Reagan, your host. We've had a wonderful summer of hearing from different freelancers, their stories on how they got started, how they're building their businesses, and also good insight and digital marketing tricks that will help you with your own client work and your own business, of course. You know me, I love a good unicorn. I love somebody who's that magical fit, who knows a little bit of everything, who's highly sought after, in demand, and has a wide skill set. That is the virtual assistant that is going to get their foot in the door and get hired and be able to grow a freelancer service-based business. So welcome to the show if you're new. So glad you found us. Today we're talking with a brand photographer, Shannon Claire, and the timing of this is really fun because I did my branded photo shoot with her after this episode. Yes, all my new photos are by her. I had her on the show right before summer over in my free Facebook group. If you're not a member, go join. We do a lot of our lives there and then repurpose them over here as podcasts so you can listen to on the go, cleaning the kitchen, working out, all that good stuff. So Shannon started out as a photographer. She actually goes further back than that in her story, but she now is a business coach too. She runs the mastermind. And I had her on the show to talk, which honestly, sorry, Shannon, always sounds super lame to me, but I actually struggle with this. And we'll talk about a little bit my personal story here. It's very universal for everyone to have struggles and question their purpose and maybe struggle to have a vision and they walk through resistance to getting the goals that they want. So Shannon is bringing that to the table. She's been through a life coaching school. We're talking about how to build a dream business that's aligned with your bigger vision, your true hopes and dreams. Let that sink in for a little bit. This episode is really good because she's going to give you clarity into what you really want and how to go about going for that goal. And for me, this is kind of hard to talk about and think about, especially as a military wife who's kind of just gone with the flow for so many years. So I love this message because we really talk about taking a risk and always growing. And Shannon gets really personal here. I think we can all relate. I know we all have stuff going on behind the scenes of our regular life that people don't know about. So I want you to listen in and I want you to learn so much from Shannon. Let's dive in. Claire here, and she's going to be talking about her photography business and her freelance business, and we're talking about goal settings and all of the cool things. Shannon, would you would you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and where you're from? Absolutely. So thank you so much for having me on here today. It is just my jam to talk and share with other women and show them what's possible for their own lives. So my name is Shannon Claire. I am a mom of four. Chase is my youngest. My oldest is 19. So we have a range going on here. And I call myself a serial entrepreneur. I've been in business for well over 15 years now. Started with 
a portrait and wedding photography business, moved into brand photography and coaching, and I'm continuing with that still today. I live in Pennsylvania in central PA. I would love to live at the beach anywhere with some sun and sand and salt water would be my dream. So that is my next level self. Oh, that's so cool. Where in Pennsylvania are you? Because I'm not too far. Really? I'm in like the Harrisburg area. Okay. I'm in DC. So I'm Oh, pretty, you're like two, 90 minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, we should meet up before we move. Definitely. <laughs> and, uh, what were you moving to? We're, we just bought a house in Richmond and we're going to okay. go a little bit further south and get a bigger yep. house because I also have four kids, which you know, but the pain is real when you're been all at home and co- co-working together in a yes. very small space and don't have offices. So, but I'm excited to talk to you about so many things. And first I want to like cover your photography business because we have a lot of creatives here who are interested in that, A, that type of business, but can totally relate to you starting with your service and then growing your business from there on out. So tell me how you got into it. And, and I'm going to backtrack even further. Did you go to college? Like, what did you study in college? And like, how did you become a photographer? So I did not go to college. Actually. Oh, cool. Cool. I started my early adulthood as a teen mom. So, uh, and that, you know, it's something I love to share. I, I always say I was a teen yeah. mom before it was cool, before MTV made it cool. Um, but I had my son when I was a senior in high school. And okay. I always knew, number one, I wanted to own a business. I did not want to work for the man. And number yeah. two... I thought I wanted to be possibly a photographer for National Geographic so I could travel the world and get paid to take full pictures. Having my oldest son at such a young age, of course, shifted the course of my life and that didn't happen. However, it has come full circle because now I get paid to travel to the most amazing places and work with the most amazing people taking their pictures. But when I first got started, I was just always very passionate about photography. I was always the girl with the camera. And uh, my origin story is kind of funny. I was working in a daycare in my very early 20s. And my boss knew I wanted to do a lot more with my life than that. But it worked at the time because my son came to work with me. Yeah. And she kind of pushed me into the photography uh, career. And she knew somebody getting married who could not afford a real photographer. She made a flyer for me, like made me look professional. She put... <laughs> professional photographer with my name next to it. And I remember freaking out on her and I was like, Brenda, you can't say this. I'm not a professional. And she's like, Shannon, if you want to be a professional, you have to call yourself a professional before you can get that is a lesson that has stuck with me my entire career. And that's a big piece of what I help people do now, because a lot of times we think we have to have the thing or be doing the thing first, and then we get the title. And really it is the complete opposite. You have to start seeing yourself as that person, filling that role. You have to start calling yourself what you want to be, and then it will come into existence. I love that so much because it applies to the VA role. And we have a lot of virtual assistants here. And you all know, I don't love the phrase. I don't love the term. But if you have that clarity on where you want to go, you promote yourself and you change your title. <laughs> and then that's yep. how you attract those clients who need your services. So that was so good that you did that early on. And I've been in the same boat. I went to a copywriting conference last year, felt totally out of my league because I'm with all these official copywriters and I didn't know how to introduce myself. Like, can I say that about myself? I've been writing mm -hmm. copy for years. And then finally 
the guy in charge, Rob Marsh is like, I anoint you a copywriter. And he anointed me. <laughs> and I'm like, this is amazing. Like I just, I needed that permission. And it's so stupid. It like, it holds us back from what we could really achieve in our businesses. And it's a title. It's a title, but it's like so it's deeper than that, isn't it? It really is. And you know, every new iteration of myself and every next level requires taking that leap of faith again, feeling that that discomfort again. I know when I started into coaching, like that was, it took me years to really like fully identify as a coach and to like confidently call myself a coach. And, um, I had been unofficially coaching for years <laughs> before yeah. like I started, you know, having it as an actual service in my business. And so I think that, you know, just know that like it's, it can be uncomfortable, but on the other side of that discomfort is what you truly desire. And so pushing through that, facing that imposter syndrome that comes up, working mm-hmm. with a good coach on like all of that stuff is going to help you achieve that next level of your success. Yeah. So what happened on your photo shoot? Like, how did it go? That first one? Actually, she loved the photos. Of course, me being the artist, I was tearing myself apart. But I will say, and and this was on film, like this was before digital was like a big thing. So I couldn't see how it was going as I was going along. And I I don't recommend, by the way, starting a photography career by shooting a wedding. (laughs) Advice. the best idea. Yeah. Uh, second shoot with people, do other things first, but it's how I got my start. It went well. And then people just kept booking me from there. I switched to digital. I grew my business very organically in my hometown pretty quickly. And then I moved. And I thought that, you know, I'm moving to a bigger area. There's a lot more people. There's a lot more people with more money. Like my business is going to explode. And it did quite the opposite. Really? And that's when I pivoted again. So you know, I found in my hometown, it was like, it's just a small little, small town in Pennsylvania. Right. And so I was very fresh, new, different. When I moved digital was already like a big thing. So as you know, like it was a super easy market to get into everybody and their mom (laughs) had a camera now and, and, you know, they were charging for their services. And so there was a lot more competition and there were a lot of people who were really good who were charging so far below what they should have been charging for their services. So it was hard for me at first to break into the market until I learned about like really niching myself down, creating my personal brand, making myself irresistible to the right clients. And then my, you know, everything shifted. I was booking the weddings I really wanted to book because at that time I wanted to focus on wedding photography. And then I decided to pivot again. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Then I got, I didn't want to give up all my weekends anymore. You know, I didn't want to commit a full year ahead of time for a weekend where I'm like, I have no idea what's going on next year on October 22nd. Right. Uh, Yeah. So I decided to get into brand photography because it's really a mix of my love of coaching and consulting with women entrepreneurs and capturing their brilliance on camera. It was just like a dream come true for me. And this was back in 2015. So like I was definitely one of the first photographers on the scene. I got to kind of pave my own way, which was really cool. Oh, I love that. Even me, I'm thinking of the uh, photographer I work with here in my small suburb. She, I'm like introducing her to brand photography. Like she didn't know about it. And I'm like starting to open her eyes about it. But I just think like you were six years ago before it was like a thing. That's amazing. How did you know to... Yeah. I mean, obviously you wanted your weekends and you knew weddings are hard in general, 
probably dealt with some bridezillas, probably, you know, been through the ringer with the clients, but how, how did you know brand photography was like such a good move? Yeah. Well, I did see one person calling themselves a brand photographer and I was intrigued. I'm like, Hmm, what's this about? And I kind of saw, I was in, uh, I went through B school in like 2013. Okay. Okay. So that's where I saw her and I saw there was like nobody else doing it. Like no one. And I decided to give it a whirl. And it was a lot of trial and error because the thing is like when I'm doing a brand shoot, it is entirely different than like a normal photo shoot. It's just coming in with a different mentality. There's a lot more strategy that goes into the photos I'm capturing And I really had to get, have a good understanding of branding, of how to brand somebody else and to bring their story out through the photos. And so through trial and error, like I created my own system that I was taking people through and really took off, I would say in 2016, I covered a retreat, which I had never been to a retreat. I didn't know the women leading it. They were kind of like big deals in, <laughs> in the industry. And I had no idea, thankfully, but somebody had tagged me in a post. They were looking for a retreat photographer. And so I actually paid, I paid to go work that retreat. And it felt a little crazy at the time because I was like, I usually get paid. Like and my travel expenses get paid, but my gut was telling me to go. And from that, I booked uh, one of the leaders for her photo shoot. And then it just took off from there. Like I did a shoot in New York City. I did a shoot here for her. And other people started booking me from that one shoot. Oh my gosh, that's such a good example of one good client doing work for one good client can lead to the next. Absolutely. My business has always been built on word of mouth and referral. And now that I'm scaling and getting bigger, that's shifting a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I, I definitely love the fact that, you know, most of my business has been built that way because I'm working with more and more amazing people. Really like getting to work with my ideal client has been super fulfilling. Okay. I, and I can see how the brand photography would open up the Pandora's box to digital marketing and online business and like understanding their offers and all of that, which probably you have to fill me in on the story because I don't know, led you to coaching because you're probably getting sought after now because you've had your hands with different clients and you see what's working. So tell me how that shift happened. So I found back when I was still shooting weddings and portraits before brand photography was even a thought, I did a lot of networking. Like I love being in front of people. I love leading groups. And so I was just naturally kind of helping other women with building their business. Loved answering their questions, giving them insight, kind of talking them through what their struggles were. At the same time, at this time in my life, I'm going to get a little personal here, but I was in a very emotionally abusive marriage that I'd stayed in for 15 years. And so I was going through my own personal growth journey through all of that. I had mentors. I went through life coaching school actually at that time because I saw the power of having a mentor, having a coach that just really helped me get through that really difficult time in my life. And I knew I wanted to do that for other women. So it kind of went hand in hand with the brand photography because helping women to show up confidently on the camera is a skill in and of itself, right? It <laughs> and uh, it, it takes some coaxing sometimes, some yeah. talking through insecurities and you yeah. know, limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves. And I saw the power of these women seeing themselves in a new light through this photography. So like they'd see their galleries and they would just be like, how? Like, that's who I am. Not who like all these negative voices in my head are telling me that I am. Like, this is the real me and this is how I'm going to show up in the world now. 
Oh my gosh, that's so good. So what do you see a lot of these business owners struggling with, like just in your experience? So I work with people on different levels of the business spectrum. So from like seven figure earners down to people who are really in their first year to two of business. Okay. But I will say new level, new double. Every time you're off leveling to that next level of success in your life, those voices are going to come back. The imposter syndrome, the, is it possible for me? Like, what if I fail? What if I lose it all? What are other people going to think? You know, whenever you're taking a risk and growing, you're going to face some discomfort through that. And one of the most empowering things for me to realize was that like these seven figure earners are having the same exact thoughts that I'm having at the level that I'm at and at the level that she's at, you know, it's like, it's universal. We're all human beings just trying to do the best that we can do in this world. And when I first started, it was really easy to put people on this pedestal because I saw them with these big, shiny brands. I saw them making like so much money. I saw them living this life. I dreamed of living and traveling and like seemingly having it all. But behind the scenes, like they're still just human and everybody has their own struggles. Right. And so kind of like seeing that was, was just so helpful for me. And it's especially helpful for me in my coaching career now, because I can help women at all different levels in their career and in their life. It's really just about like helping them see a bigger vision for themselves and walking them through all of that resistance. So that way they can fast track to where they really want to be. I think this is so important for everyone listening to hear that we're all going through this. And I know my new students are struggling with this. My VAs who've been at it for a while and they're doing big pivots, like they're all working through the new level, new devil. And it's, it's not easy. And I think that's just so reassuring to know other people are going through it. Cause I mean, I'm going through it all the time in my own business. So I don't know. That was just refreshing to hear. And even though people seem like they have it together on Instagram and have all the pretty photos and the perfect captions, it's not, it's not easy. It's not. No, it it isn't. And I think that, you know, like I have days where I'm like, another day. (laughs) And then there's days where I'm like on top of the world. But when I look at like the overall Eagle's eye view of my life, even four years ago, I didn't, no, like this was truly, truly possible for me. It took a lot of faith to get to where I'm at today because of where I came from. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I, I can relate to this so much with my story and without like talking about myself, but having that aha moment and then just realizing that I could actually do it. I mean, I'm a military mm-hmm. spouse. I've always kind of gone along for the ride, but when things got shaken up, I had a choice yes. and I chose to put myself out there and go all in with the business, which is scary. So scary in so many ways. And I don't like photos of myself, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I probably need to hire you for that help because it's (laughs) hard, but I can see that I had so much more to gain by doing that. And because you have, you know, we both have the unshakable why of four children that we need to provide for and be independent and be able to to take care of them. And that's like something that is completely unshakable. And when I talk to people who are successful, there's something driving them. So thank you for sharing that personal story. Cause I think we all have something like that in us that if we tap into, it can be so powerful for propelling us. And one day I like, I might share my story. I'm not quite ready to, but I know that I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. It's not, it's just not everything's always as it seems. 
Mm -hmm. We're all, we're all ultimately trying to just create this like dream life, right? Where we want, I want my cake and I want to eat it too. And I really like that you said you didn't enjoy working weekends and like looking at your future. You're like, I've got to change this. Mm -hmm. And you did, you took action and you pivoted and you built something better. So can we talk a little bit about creating a business that's aligned with our true hopes and dreams, like for our future? Like what, what do you see in this realm with your coaching clients? Yeah, this is like, this is my jam right here. So (laughs) when it comes to like coaching specifically outside of the photography piece of things, number one, it takes clarity. Like you have to know what you want in order to get it. And it sounds simple, but a lot of times people struggle with that clarity piece because Deep down, they're afraid they can never have it. So they don't allow themselves to really create this full vision. They give themselves a watered down version that they think they can achieve. So they're not disappointed in the end if they don't get what they really want. That's just one thing that I see coming up time and time again. Sometimes you really just don't know. You're like, well, hmm, I don't know what I want. Like maybe your life isn't terrible. Maybe you like your life right now. But if you're crossing our paths, chances are like, you know, personal development is a lifelong pursuit. So you know, there's always more available, right? And so what does that even look like for you? So in that case, if you're not even sure, it's not just that you're like afraid to admit what you really want. It's like, I don't even know what I really want. I tell people, look at what other women are doing. Like, look at, look at the possibilities through other women's lives. Now, again, you're not going to always see everything behind the scenes, right? Just know we all have our own struggles. And, um, I think the world is, is opening up a lot more with like sharing those struggles. I know I certainly try to be very transparent um, with my day-to-day life and, you know, the highs and the lows, because I think it's important for people to see that. But just, I always say like, if it's possible for her, it's possible for you. If it was possible for me coming from a small podunk town in Pennsylvania, being a teen mom, living through an abusive marriage homeschooling my kids for five years during that time, um, leaving with nothing, having to start over completely just at the end of 2017 and 2018 and 2019 is when my business really exploded. Then the pandemic hits. I can't travel anymore. That's where I'm making all, you know, most of my money with my photography. And it's like, all right, I had to pivot again. You know, if it is possible for me through all of that adversity and your adversity is going to look different, it is possible for anybody. So look at what other women are able to do for themselves. I want to caution you. It's not about that old saying, keeping up with the Joneses or Mm -hmm. like comparing in a jealous way, right? It is coming at it with the mindset of she can do it. I can do it. And I know like we all, you all, everybody listening, you have what it takes inside to figure out what that next step is, whether that's working with someone to help you, you know, guide you a lot of the times, like you are more capable than what you could ever realize, like getting scrappy with it. And just like saying like, come hell or high water, this is what I want. And I'm going to do what it takes to get it. And this is what I want my life to look like on the way. Measuring where you're at too, with where you want to be. So being really clear on these are the areas in my life right now. This is how, how I would rate them. But this is where I want to be in each of these areas of my life and how I want to feel. The freebie I actually shared with you takes people through that exact step of the process of like looking at taking inventory. You know, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. And this is the woman who embodies all of that and who I need to become in order to live that life. I think for years I was just 
going with the flow and didn't allow myself to really think about it or dream Mm -hmm. about it. And so much of my life, like I have not been in control of like being a military spouse. And I have a funny little story for you with this house we're buying. I admitted out loud to a friend. I can't even remember who I said this to. And I was like, I, Emily wants a hot tub. I want a hot tub. I can see using that thing till I'm like 90. And I allowed myself to say that out loud and actually like think about it. And this is such like a basic example, but I think like verbalizing it, like giving it that thought and, you know, this house that we found has a hot tub. Shannon Claire, I like, it's It's all the things. It doesn't have to be huge. Like decide what you want. Yeah. And decide that there's no other option for you. I have yeah. I have a journal entry that says, and I, I don't remember the day, I'd have to look it up. But anyways, it says, the man of my dreams will walk into my life and like crazy desire me by September of 2018. Guess when I met the man that I'm marrying now? August of 2018. Oh my gosh. So it's like, I wrote that into existence months before it happened. And then I aligned myself with yeah that being my truth. Right. And I showed up as the woman who had this man who walked into her life and deeply desired her. So like, it's not always about, it's not just about business. I never work with people on just their business because it's your life and business go hand in hand when you're an entrepreneur doing what we do. Yeah. And I hate, I hate to like use that hot tub example, but the house, I didn't even know I had a hot tub when I first looked at it. And I was like, this is crazy, but it's, it's just, it's just such a beautiful thing when you allow yourself to dream and think. And I can't believe I never did that before because I'm like a strong, independent woman, like lots of passions, but I never had that vision. And when things changed for me, it just excelled. I told myself out loud, New Year's Eve, 2019 and 2020, I'm going to get like so many students or I'm mixing up my years. And I did, I got that number exactly. And it's there wow. said for you know, saying your goals, having that accountability and like following through. It's not like this hidden resolution I don't share with anybody. So that's so crazy. Hey, let me just interrupt for a second and invite you to the How to Work on the Line and Masterclass. I am teaching the five areas online business owners need to hire out right now. This is a free training. Just pick your day and time and attend and watch it when you get a chance. It's about an hour long. We're going to cover online business industry lingo, buzzwords, and the behind the scenes job positions you could be doing. We're also covering what you need to know to get hired online and stand out above the competition. Head over to emilyreaganpr.com, link is in the show notes, to sign up right now and get your learning on and you're going to gain clarity and have your eyes open to the remote work possibilities. I'll see you there. Once again, emilyreaganpr.com slash masterclass. All right, back to the show. So what about like other, I don't know, can you keep going with this topic? Like what else do you have to share? <laughs> yeah. So actually, since you brought up goals, I would love to talk about that because yeah. I, we have yo-yo diets. That's why we have yo-yo success. That's why we have like things that are good and bad. Now there's always going to be ups and downs in life, right? That yeah. it, it's given. It just, there just is to a certain degree. But a lot of times we set goals. We think of smart goals, right? I'm sure everybody's heard that acronym and they're great, but they're based on action. And yes, you need to take action, but before you even take the action, you need to embody. So it goes back to having your vision. So you have this vision, 
you get it down to like minute details and also know this vision can change and that's okay. You're not tied to this one vision for the rest of your life, no matter what. Yeah. That also is a hang up people have. Well, what if I change my mind? Okay, then you change your mind and you pivot. But start with a vision and then ask yourself, who is the woman living this life? How does she show up every day? So if your vision is to run a seven-figure business, all right, well, how does a seven-figure business show up every morning? What does she do? Yeah. How is she showing up for her family? Like, what type of help does she have? What is her? What are her thoughts that are running through her head every day? What is her self-talk? And just starting to identify, like, what you think it takes to be this seven-figure business owner. And then you embody those traits today. Not after you have the seven figures, but because if you wait, you'll never have that. So you need to show up as her, as if you're living that life right now, to the degree that you're able to. So sometimes, you know, money does get in the way. Maybe you can't hire help around the house or a nanny or whatever it is that you need help with, you know, in your true vision, but you can take steps to get there as much as it depends on you on a daily basis. And so once you know the traits of this, your what I call your next level self. Okay. She's in there. She's not some yeah. other person. Like other people show us what's possible, but this woman is already inside you. We're just peeling back the layers to bring her to the surface. And um, you embody her. You think like her. You show up as her powerfully, confidently. It takes practice. It takes time. But you start making decisions from that standpoint. And that is when you can truly achieve your goals And stop with the yo-yoing because then you are embodying and identifying as a new person. So to completely, I'm not a weight loss coach. I'm not a health coach, but I will just use myself. You know, I want to be healthier. Like it's not even about like, yeah, I want to fit into certain clothes and, you know, I have a six month old, so we're working on that. (laughs) But um, when I decide every day, like, all right, I'm a healthy, vibrant woman. Like I'm going to feel healthy. I'm going to be vibrant. I'm going to feel so good in my own skin and in my body. And then I make the decisions on what I'm going to eat based on feeling that way. It's not out of lack or scarcity or punishment. It's out of what feels good because I'm identifying as a healthy, vibrant woman. And I'm going to, you know, embody the traits of said woman. So I'm going on my walks. I'm going out on hikes. I'm eating healthier still eat my Oreos at night once in a while, but (laughs) you know, it's all about balance. Um, but that allows long-term success. And when you do find yourself slipping, right, you just go back, you go back to your vision, you go back to embodying that woman again and again and again, and it retrains your brain, your mind actually at a subconscious level. So that way it's not fighting you anymore and trying to keep you as the person that you are. It's allowing this new way of being to slowly kind of creep in and mesh with your life. So I do this thing when I go on jogs instead of like, I hate this. I effing hate this. Or like, I'm so out of breath. I'm so slow. I'm so fat. I'm so jiggly. I say things like I am. And I say this over and over and I don't do it like the whole jog, but I'll have moments where I'm like, I'm fit, happy and healthy. I'm fit, happy and healthy. And I know that that reframe will help you. And it will help you show up as the person you want to be. And the same thing, what you you know dropped down earlier in this interview about like the title, like showing mm-hmm. up as you want to be with your job title. It works with your clothes, right? We've heard we've had yeah. advice when you're dressing, like you dress for the position you want. If you show up as I don't know, I can't even think, but like 
thinking about me in my 20s and some of the strange outfits I probably wore. (laughs) But if I had showed up maybe like in in a power jacket, like maybe I would have been treated differently and maybe like the promotions would happen quickly. But you show up for the position that you're like aiming for that you vision. And I love that about the mantras. And I need to remember that when I am looking at that rest of that Easter candy (laughs) that's in the cabinet. Yes. And remember balance. And, you know, the other thing is like when you are creating this new identity for yourself and you are choosing how you're going to show up with your thoughts every day, they also have to be believable for you. Okay. So sometimes you have to kind of build a bridge to what your ideal thought is. If you are, let's say just starting out in business and you're like, I want to make a million dollars. That might seem like too far-fetched for you to like ever truly believe right away. So instead of saying that, you can kind of baby step it there to, you know what? It could be possible for me to make a million dollars someday doing what I love. And so just start by making it a possibility. When that feels comfortable, then you step it up a little more. Like I am going to be a seven-figure earner. And then when that feels really comfortable, you step it up even more. Like I'm already a seven-figure earner in my mind. I'm just bringing it into reality. And so sometimes we have to baby step our thought process as well. Can you help me think out loud with this? Like for a brand new VA who's starting out, like not like loving her hourly rate, like how would we apply that to that type of work and what we charge? Uh, I have a VA who is a client of mine who started with me in her second month of business just at the end of last year. So actually I have the perfect thing because we started with a deep dive session and okay. she's like, well, maybe in five years, like I'll hit my financial goals. And in two years I can bring on some subcontractors for help. And I'm like, Mm-mm. that's not how we're thinking about this sister. <laughs> like, we are like, you are the CEO right now. Like you're the CEO of your business. You're running the show. What do you really want? You know, what do you really want? And then we're going to double that. And then we're going to take your time frame. And like, why don't you just test out bringing on a subcontractor for a couple of months, like next month? And she did. And guess what? She's hitting her financial goals years ahead of what she ever thought was possible. So yes, you're going to start somewhere. You're going to build your experience. You're going to build your testimonials and your portfolio. And also you're not going to stay there like thinking small, thinking this is it for you, thinking it's going to take you years and years and years to get what you really want. View yourself as that CEO today and start making decisions as that CEO today and do things before you feel ready. If you wait till you're ready, you're never going to do it. It's just like having kids or buying a dog or whatever it might be. Like you don't really feel totally ready for that. But right. Once it's here, you make it work. And so the same with your business, you know, like decide like, I'm going to try this, you know, maybe I'm going to bring somebody on for three hours of help next month. And it might take half of what I earned last week, but I'm going to embody the CEO and experience what that feels like. Now, everybody's financial situation is different. You know, I would do this on a case by case basis, but kind of, you know, just getting used to, I'm going to start before I'm ready. I'm going to go out on a limb. I know this is possible for me. And then taking the practical steps to get there. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I see that all the time, especially in some of these business owner Facebook groups. They're like, I'm going to start a podcast in two to five years. And I'm like, do it, just do it. Like, I, I just want to get in there and shake them a little, like start doing that now. And I love how you peeled that back and made it practical mm-hmm. and doable and slow. I totally agree with that. It doesn't, you don't want to like jump too, too fast, too quick. 
but doing that in those little chunks that make sense and allow you to test it out. And this is perfect because every single freelancer out there, you're going to have tasks you don't want. You're going to have tasks you outgrow. So wouldn't it be great to have somebody already on your team that can take off that? Yep. You don't, you probably won't be watermarking photos in a year. So let's like, let's just call call it what it is and get it off your plate now. Well, and here's the thing I told her too. It's like, all right, you want to wait until you're busy enough to hire help, but you're going to be so busy. Then you're not going to have time to train somebody how to do the things. So start now while you're slower, right? While you don't have a full client roster and you have the time to set up standard operating procedures and systems in your business and all the other things that are going to make it easy then for you to train people in the future. And like I had her start making training videos right away. And like, if you find you're doing a task over and over, make a video of yourself doing it, explaining it as if you're explaining it to a third grader, literally step by step. (laughs) And then you're going to have this whole training like video library that will make hiring new help super easy. Oh my gosh. I love that. If only... If only all of the job postings that came this way were like that, but too often they are like already in the middle of a burning fire launching like yesterday and haven't like taken the time to do that. But I love that us as the digital service providers, we already know because we've been there, done that, and we can do things differently and we can use that to our advantage to get ahead. So that's awesome advice. Yeah. And it's easy to follow, fall into, like, if you've been in it a little bit longer, like, oh, I wish I would have done this from the start. We all have those thoughts like, oh, if only I would have known. But now that you know, you can do better, right? As with everything in life. So just start with where you're at. Start like sprinkling in things here and there. Start really embodying that next level version of yourself today in small steps. So like in the morning when you wake up, just ask yourself, how does my next level self show up today? What does she have on her to-do list? And then do it. I love it. And I love that whole concept of your next level self because there's always going to be a next level too. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of a little meta. It just keeps going and going. It does. Uh, so what yeah. about when your next level self is going to be charging more? Like how do you get to those bigger rates? Because I'm sure you've been there mm-hmm. in your own business or you're upping your rates. Like when is it okay to start charging more? Yeah, so... I have a a bit of a different take than some coaches do because sometimes people are like high rates right away, like charge what, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just like raise your rates. And I don't think it always works that way. I think actually you should practically baby step it up. So when I was shooting weddings, for example, every three weddings, I would raise my price by $300. And then until it got difficult to sell at the price point I was at. So like I found, you know, because there's a market for everything, especially like in a locally based wedding photography business. Years ago, I I reached my maximum, like my cap to where too many people were saying no because of the price, even though they loved my work. So then I knew, okay, my last price, like that's my maximum for right now until I do something differently. And so I've done kind of the same thing with coaching, with brand photography, I, you know, had my starting out rates so I could get killer testimonials. I could develop systems. I could really hone in on my craft and become truly an expert at it. Um, And then I started raising my rates. And now with coaching, you know, like I'm still, I'm definitely not the highest price coach out there. I should be raising my rates right now, actually. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I will be eventually, but like right now, the people that I want to work with, like 
they're at a certain price point. And so that's what I keep my rates at. You know, my, my six month mastermind is only $3,000. It should be a lot more than that for everything people get, but it's like a sweet spot for me right now. So you got to kind of feel out what is your sweet spot? Where are the clients that you love working with? Like, what are they going to want to pay for your services? And sometimes if you're charging too little, they're not going to take you seriously. And they're going to be like, ah, like she doesn't know what she's doing. So I can't bring her on. So if you're wanting to work with higher level coaches, you do have to raise your prices sometimes, but get everything down first, like know your systems, know what you're doing, like get that experience, get the testimonials and then raise your price incrementally. And there's different people, different advice, but that's how I guide people most of the time. Yeah. I do the same thing because I don't want somebody taking my course and thinking they can just charge $50 out the gate and with like not with no reputation. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I do the same thing. So that was nice to hear that. I wasn't expecting it, but I think it's, it's practical and it lets you like tap into the market value. Yep. When you book yep. out, you have all the signs, like all the signs are there when it's time to book out. I mean, when it's time to increase your rates. So absolutely. Like if you're, if you have a full roster of clients, you cannot take on any more work. It's time to raise your rates, Yeah, you know, and just raise them for each person coming on until you're at the level that you want to be. Yeah. So let's talk about your coaching program right now. The mastermind is basically the best of everything I've ever found rolled into one. (laughs) And so you get a little bit of one-on-one coaching with me. You get group coaching, but it's one-on-one time in a group setting. So we have, which is beautiful because then you get everybody else's insight, encouragement, and support from the group, but I'm guiding you. Like, and I'm guiding the conversation and I'm still giving the one-on-one advice uh, and mentorship. We do the next level goal setting, like I was talking about earlier. So I walk you through the process. I help you in setting those next level goals. I help you in identifying what you need to do to achieve them. And then there's accountability built into the program as well to make sure that you're staying on track. And then I bring in like world-class guest experts on what the women in the group want to know. So if they have a request, I'll bring it in. Otherwise, like I decide, you know, we've done sales training, sales funnels, setting up systems in your business, you know. This month was money month. So we talked about money mindset. I brought in an accountant to talk about business finances and taxes and all that unfun stuff. Right. <laughs> but it's really custom and tailored to each group of women that come through. Oh, I love that so much. It sounds like you offer so much. And I will tell you, when I first saw your prices, I'm like, that can't be right. So I, but I'm smart. Like when I see somebody who I know they're going places and they're really good and they have that experience. I like to jump in when I see, yes. I know, I know what the, I know that you could probably double that and it would be fine. And mm-hmm. I like to take advantage of situations like that. There's been so many times where I haven't done that. And then when I go to hire the people, they're like triple the price. And I'm yes. like, why what? didn't I get them then? They knew just as much. They were just as good. Yeah. Now they're just busier. And it's yeah. like so frustrating. So my one-on-one, of course, is more than the group. Like my photography, I have a range of prices. People pay me upwards of $4,000 for a shoot down to, you know, like 1500 for something smaller. So I like to be able to serve people at different stages in their business. Uh, it's just, it's important to me to remain accessible to all types of women, all types of business owners. And that is just a value of mine that I will continue to carry. Yes. Am I going to have much higher level things? Absolutely. But I don't foresee myself 
getting rid of some of the smaller price point touch points that I can still help a variety of women. I'm so glad you said that because that's been very important to me too. A lot of my clients mm-hmm. have been the small business owners who they, they can't afford the, you know, several thousand dollar consultants all the time or like the big teams. So that's always been like a, a soft spot for me. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I see all of these coaches and they're like offering $25,000 packages. And it's just like kind of starting to disgust me a little bit. And I'm not saying they're not worth it, but it just definitely doesn't serve like the entire, and it's not meant to mm-hmm. all of the yeah. business owners out there, but there's so many people starting new that they just need a little leg up that we can help. I'm glad you do that. And you know, you might like phase out of it. You know, you might be booked out. I don't know, have a couple more babies. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. <laughs> Think we're done. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and, and it's a personal choice. Like for me personally, I mean, I invested in a $20,000 mastermind this year for myself, which was a stretch. It was a stretch, especially yeah. coming off of a pandemic. And like, it made no financial sense whatsoever. But I knew like, if I want to reach the levels I want to reach in the next year, I'm going to surround myself with other women making the same investment. Yeah. It's not like, I love my coach, but it was a, even more so about surrounding myself with high caliber women yeah. who are trying to do big things in the world too, because I'm sure you've all heard that saying, like you're, you're the average of the five people you hang around the most. Well, yeah. like I, I'm one, you know, I'm up in my averages here. So I yeah. want to hang around women who are doing big things. And when I stretch myself financially, I'm more committed to my goals. Not everybody has to do that. <laughs> but yeah. if I am paying, I am showing up, you know? I do the same freaking thing. Like I will buy the annual plan for that tech thing because I'm like, I'm all in. And too many times I see business owners like stretching out the free trial and then like not going all in with the tech. And I'm like, I, I just, to me, it's like, it's a commitment to myself and to show up and, okay. and I think everyone here in this group, because you're in this group, you understand that power of community, the power of having people who are like, can help you stay accountable. I mean, I know there's some stats out there, but when you set goals and actually like talk to people about them, like you achieve them. It's like ludicrous, like how successful people are when they verbalize it and have like friends who check up on them and help them get there. And we all need it. Even us who are the the go-getters who do it, we still need to talk through things and, you know, seek advice from other people. And my friend had told me really good advice. And she's like, surround yourself with people who are at the same stage as you and doing the same thing, you know, maybe not like exactly the same service, but surround it with people at your stage and then find a mentor above you. And Mm -hmm. like, that's like a secret to success. And so I would love for everyone to check out uh, Shannon Claire's group. We'll, we'll link to it here. Uh, we have your freebie too, which just talk about that a little bit and we'll wrap it up here, but you have a really cool workbook and audio and I would love for you to tell everyone about it. Yeah. So the workbook, it's a little bit expensive for a freebie. This is not going to be free forever, but, um, okay. I really put my heart and soul into this workbook and what it does is it breaks down different areas of your life and business so you can kind of see like, this is where I'm at now. This is where I want to be. Like I was talking about at the beginning of this, it gives you some steps to embodying your next level self uh, in the workbook. And then the audio. So I'm trained also in neuro-linguistic programming, clinical hypnosis, like some different subconscious modalities that work on your mind at a different level. 
the meditation is designed to listen to every day to help you embody your next level self. So it's, it's like 10 minutes long, but if you can get in a quiet space, close your eyes, listen to that. It's working at a subconscious level to help you in embodying that next version of yourself. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. You are just like the Jill of all trades here. <laughs> you know, a little bit. That's why, you know, and it's funny because I used to be like, say like, ah, niche down. And yeah. while I'm not super niche down right now, the types of women that I serve are all the same. We yeah. all want our next level of success and we all want to have impact. We want to do it while having lives that we absolutely love. And so that's the common thread between everything that I offer. And being multi-passionate too. I think I've seen yes. that too in your stuff. Well, your baby does so great. It's like we're <laughs> yes. on borrowed time right now. One thing I do love about you is you're still doing the photo shoots, right? Yes. Absolutely. I love that. I love that you're still doing that. And I love that you've done some big pivots in your business. And I think everyone will find it so inspirational. I encourage you to check her out. I'll put all the links here in the comments and the show notes. And I can't thank you enough for joining us. It's been such well, thank a, you so a much. This was such a lovely conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. every minute of it. It's really funny because we had a mutual friend who's like, you need to buck her. And I was like, okay, done. And then I'm like, <laughs> we'll just, we'll get to know each other live and it'll be lots of fun. And I knew yep. when somebody gives me a word of mouth recommendation, like we're golden. And so I will have nice things to tell our mutual friend. <laughs> oh, yay. Thank right. you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, that episode was so good. I love what she shared and how she is giving you the steps to get started with setting your own goals and getting out there and achieving them. I encourage you to look up Shannon over on Instagram. She has a lot of freebies over there to help you reach your next level self. I just love that so much. Next level self. We all are going to want a next level and we're all going to face new devils at that level, right? Just what Shannon said. Grab her freebie. She has a bundle workbook and audio to help you get to that next level. She also has a free Facebook group. I encourage you to connect with her and then just know that you're going to go to better places faster surrounding yourself with women like Shannon, with a mastermind coach, with mastermind friends, whether paid or free, with a network of other freelancers and business owners who are doing the same thing. It doesn't have to be a paid group, but I encourage you to find people to support you on this journey, to help you stick to those goals, envision those goals and get there and make it happen. Next week on this show, we are talking about four processes you should have in your business when working with clients. Every freelancer needs these in their business. I'll see you next week. Oh, by the way, if you haven't signed up for my masterclass, How to Work Online, the link's in the show notes. Go sign up. ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become a unicorn. Check out vacrashcourse.com. Podcast featuring other freelancers. I hope you can take that pause out. Let me just do it again. I don't like those like random pauses I do.